Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about food, about eating, about enjoying yourself, about wine, cookery in general, all the equipment that you use in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. It's about Mm -hmm. anything having to do with eating, dining, cooking, and, uh, you know, being with friends Enjoying yourself and uh, watching Being the world. Being all by yourself, eating a whole gallon of ice cream. Oh, no, that's terrible <laughs> to, that you should think about that. A whole souffle uh, cake. No, a whole pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pizza. Any, How about a souffle of pizza? I don't have. think anybody's done an, a, a, flu, uh, a, a affluent. Wait a minute. A, a, an ice cream pizza? An ice cream pizza. Oh, that's. No, Duke has an ice cream poor boy. Speaking anyway, of dabs, I know that. He's famous for that. He's got his ice cream poor boy, which, truth yeah. be told, is yeah. the ice cream sandwich from Orleans, New Orleans Ice Cream Company, which is divine. Oh, do you think they, that any one person could put the two together? Well, it's really hard. It's very hard frozen, so you almost have to, uh. like, chisel it but it's so good it's mm-hmm. really really great anyway i'm sure someone has done ice cream pizza if if they're frying ice cream like they used to do it in the old days that place chi chi's i don't remember that because uh well the uh, the Mexican obviousness of it yeah, is, yeah. Not anyway one of those things two six zero six three six eight is the number we had a busy first hour if you would like uh-huh. to join us in this hour We'd love to have you. Here Please we are. call. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, Tom, you wanted to talk about ice cream this hour? No, it's just a thought that came up to my mind or anything else having to do with uh, our usual topics. Mm-hmm. And, Today's, uh, uh is Louisiana Caviar Day. We didn't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. I haven't heard about that. Uh, Louisiana, it may sound like a crazy thing, but there is such a thing as Louisiana Caviar. It actually lives around here. It really does. The place where you it is where you would be most likely to encounter the fish involved in this would be if you lived on the rev, levee uh, on the Mississippi River, going up and down the river. Uh, you get some of those shallow uh, little barrows there, and you put the usual things in there and cook her up a little bit. And then you have Louisiana caviar, and it, that's for real. That's, that stuff is great. Don't you remember uh, when we got married? Of course how, I do. How wonderful that was we had. We it served was, it at our own wedding. To quote one of the guests, Tom, this is Hollywood. Yeah, one of my favorite people <laughs> said, Tom. I think I th- it was. Uh, oh, oh. This is not New Orleans. This is this is New Orleans. This is Hollywood. It was Hollywood. And I have was, to say it was. Uh, anyway, two six zero six three six eight. And now look at us. 
Yeah. Well, you know, you mellow out as you get older. All right. So uh, Louisiana Caviar Day. Yep. And is that all you have to say about it, Tom? Well, I mean, I knew we were going to talk about our wedding. Well, if, but uh, it's there's a little more to the shoe pick caviar assuming you than like, that. Assuming you like caviar to begin with. Yes. And that is not true for a lot of people. You know, Excuse it was me. a harbinger of things to come, wasn't yeah, it, yeah. Tom? It you was, were yeah. so proud of the pounds and pounds of shoe pick caviar, and I was begging Andrea to do mini muffaladas. Yeah. Well, I've heard of worse ideas. Well, he told me no. Both of you told mm. me no. But mm. anyway, um, <clears throat> we did have a lot of shoe pick caviar. Yeah. Well, that here we are. Sure. And there we were. And the next thing we knew. Ding. Anyway, uh, if you ever see caviar in a shop, there are many shops that carry this. The one that I, that comes to my mind whenever I think of Louisiana it's, caviar. Is it called Cajun caviar? That is. It's, it's uh, called Cajun caviar, That's what they it? called it yeah. from the outset. That, mm-hmm. that was uh, the, the guys that originally marketed but, it. But also they, it's called Shoe Pick Royale. Shoe Pick Royale. <clears throat> it's uh, for the word Shoe Pick, which was, let's see if I can spell that myself. We're have to get him C-H-O-U-B-O-U-C-K-I, on to talk about that. B O U C K I, something like that. Yeah, Shoop. you bought it directly from the guy who, who invented yeah. it. Yeah, well, yeah. he would certainly it was $25 know. Twenty-five dollars for a tin. Well, and then it was twenty-five dollars for a tin. Well, it is well just over a hundred now. It had just come out. It had just come out. And is it only a, well over a hundred? It's not more than that because it's really I, good I'm, stuff, isn't I'm it? I'm taking a very I mean, it's it's, it's definitely can hang with the big guys, can it? Yes, it in can. In terms of ta- flav- uh, it, flavor? It, it's a great product, <laughs> and if you ever run into it, uh, about the only way you should not buy it is if you absolutely could not stand the idea of eating caviar. Fish eggs. Some people don't like it, period. Yeah. That's it. And uh, that's okay. You have that right. But the uh, but to those who are just dis- discovering it, uh, it is something you'll remember the rest of your life. It's a, a great product. Uh, the place that I would send you to is Martin Wine Cellar. There are other uh, other stores that have it, uh, and that I would even recommend it to you. But uh, Martin's always seems to stay on the cutting edge with those sorts of ingredients, and they also know what quality is about, so they save onto it without getting real expensive. So I always... Isn't, isn't something <clears throat> endangered? Wasn't one of the fish, is a sturgeon, uh, is it endangered? Yeah, there, there are several sturgeons around the world. This is not anything right, sure, uh, just limited to us. Uh, but the Cajun caviar is not made from it's made it's made from like it, a catfish it, it, or something. Yeah, isn't it? its source uh, helps it stay alive and and gets past all of these things. I mean, it, it's like a Mississippi it, River okay. fish. Right? All right, here. Whoops. Okay. Uh oh. Now let's get this straight. Shupik, which is Shupik. which is usually called bowfin. Bowfin. And most yep. of the uh, much <clears> of the <throat> it's it's a fish. That is mainly in the waters of the Mississippi River and all of the places. I think that, Doug's that's read nomenu.com today. Go ahead. No, he has not. <laughs> no, he has not. Incidentally, the original Cajun caviar is now $90. That's about what I would guess. All yeah. right. Yeah. You can get spicy Cajun caviar for only $55, paddlefish for 90 and then they have a few more other projects out there. But it is bowfin. Chupik, call, sometimes called mudfish. It is yeah. a junk fish. He did and, read no menu. There you go. <clears throat> no, actually, 
It's right here, Doug. I'm looking at it. Yeah, but everything uh, you just said. Long ago, we talked about it in on the weekends with Don Dubuque. Uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't eating it. He was uh, looking at it. No, I'm just kidding. Don Dubuque eats Don Dubuque. caviar. You know, it's my Don favorite. Don Dubuque eats caviar. I find that hard to believe. No, he's a nice guy. He and I were uh, adjacent to one another at Rummel High School. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Long, he's a Rummel graduate, as you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Oracle's getting awfully yeah. snippy. That's all. Yeah. I've well, got you to know, say. sometimes you just have to snip things off here. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I do know exactly what you mean by that. All right. So. Yeah. Um, if if I may be permitted, Doug, to talk about sturgeon, um, the sturgeon is the beluga. Uh, it, the, it's and savruga, right? Oh uh, well, the, that's not the uh, the stuff that comes here. That is what you would find in Russia. Well, no, but you or, you can get that stuff in no, the finest of shops. You like, probably you know, can. I bet you Fort and Mason has it. I bet they do too, and I'll bet you they will set some standards oh, for you for uh, the for amount price. of money that you that costs. Bet, for but the, sure. the ones that grow around mm. here, no, I know it's there's not no relation relation yeah, whatsoever. I know. I know we're just talking about fish eggs, yeah, yeah, fish eggs and fish eggs. But going back to the original name, caviar from the Caspian Sea and the Black Sea, mm-hmm. the Russian version, they're sturgeons. Is savruga right. a sturgeon also? Uh, you know, I don't know how to categorize that particularly. You're not an uh, ichthy, the, they, ichthyologist? They, they are. They In this country, they don't produce too much of it, but a lot of it comes from California. Well, the big cities get it from but the... But the caviar, that, that the Louisiana caviar, it's truly... A completely different animal, uh, and uh, it's it's a really good one, and the prices are even affordable. But so if, they, you had to, if you had to choose, yeah, between shoe pick caviar, yeah, just like blind taste test, if you had okay, let's say at a wedding, uh huh, and you were going to choose a caviar, yeah, for taste, money is no object. Uh, if that were the case and they had the actual caviar and it was in good shape, all of those things, uh, I would take a taste of it, but I would make a pig of myself with the Louisiana caviar. Because <laughs> it's uh, the, 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 the excellence. Well, I, hope we don't, uh, I hope we don't start overfishing for that like yeah, they did. Yeah, let's not. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's it, terrible. But anyway. the, all of those other things, you know, those are references to, uh, as you mentioned, the cave uh, uh Okay. The cadium. Why? Do you want? Yeah. Do you want me to? Okay. Moving past no. caviar. Yeah. Um, today is also the birthday of W. C. Fields. Oh, funny, funny. Who was a famous funny. comedian and, and also apparently a famous drinker. Uh, uh, and if it, you're gonna uh, quote, well, I'm. Get, I, I, no, no. I'm just saying, be careful because he threw a few. Uh, well, you wouldn't. I mean, the uh, the almanac. Featured yeah. in NoMenu.com is family friendly, Tom. Yeah. So well, I'm not getting these out of some, you know, mm-hmm. lurid quote book. I'm getting this off of NoMenu.com. Yeah. Okay. okay. Have I said NoMenu.com enough? No, not at all. Excellent. <laughs> all right. So here's one. All right. 
Quote, once in the wilds of Afghanistan, I lost my corkscrew, and we were forced <laughs> to live on nothing but food and water for days. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good one. Another one. Hey, who took the cork off my lunch? <laughs> He said once, I did not say that this meat was tough. I just said that I didn't see the horse that usually stands <laughs> outside. <laughs> this is, uh, Joe, uh, oh, what, what's their names? W.C. Fields. W.C. Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he had hundreds of, of no, quotes like that. No, you've got like three that. four more in here that they're funny. Well, let's Twas hear a woman who drove me to drink. I never had the courtesy to thank her. <laughs> I don't like that one as much as I love the famous Churchill quote. Oh, which one? There's plenty of them. Tell us. What... Where the woman said mm-hmm. once at some function, Sir, if you were my husband, I'd give you poison. And he said, Madam, if you were my wife, I'd drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a, that was a Winston Churchill uh, yeah. quote, too, I think, uh-huh. pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Anybody have any quotes about, about food? About water. Never touch the stuff. Fish. Never touch the stuff. And then, boop, in it. <laughs> and then his most famous was, everyone must believe in something. I believe I'll have another drink. <laughs> that was him, all right. W.C. Fields, born today in 1876. Going no, back a ways. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. 260-6368 is the number. You are listening to The Food Show. And you we talk about food. Food. Why, and why not? And drink, as we just did. But if you would like to talk about any of the things that we have talked about today mm-hmm. or something else, or if you have your own opinion on district donuts, sliders, and brew, which is where we went today, we also will talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. We talk about food. We talk about restaurants, cooking, and all of those things. The more you know, uh, the more pleasure you get from restaurants, the more you enjoy it. And it keeps rotating back and forth, and everything gets much better. And uh, what I'm asking for today is uh, your thoughts about the the dishes that we eat as appetizers around here in, in New Orleans, uh, or about uh, some of the chefs that have come and gone in recent times. You know, we we really covered a lot of territory in the first we first did. hour. We did. Uh, I'm still looking for someone. Yeah. Who can tell me I'm that they have had something for someone. at Galatoire's <clears throat> in the Philip Lopez era that mm-hmm. smacked of Philip Lopez? Yeah, well, he certainly put his uh, symptoms, not symptoms. His imprimatur, I wonder what that would be because Perfect. I have not had anything. Of course, no. I, I don't go to Galatoire's a lot, which is a pity. Um but I and I've gotten the classics, so you know, and but I would say that those appetizers that they serve at parties that would be Philip Lopez. Mm-hmm. But um, but in terms of just a general menu, I don't, I don't, I didn't see an imprimatur of Michael Sitchell, nor do I see one of Philip Lopez. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat about that or anything else, give us a call. Sure, and uh, let's see. There was something else I was thinking about bringing up again. Uh, but uh, somehow, 
Well, you know, that, you know, today is the day that the waffle cone patent really? was given. No kidding. How coincidental. That was invented, I'm going to take a guess here, St. Louis. Yes, correct. Hi, ding, 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 ding. At St. Louis World's Fair? Uh, at the, Exactly. I, I don't think well, so, because this was 1929. Okay, well then maybe it was it was around that time, let's just say that. I thought the World's Fairs where those things were invented was like 1904. And, mm-hmm. and well, that was two different... Uh, uh, of uh, ex- what, what did they call those? Uh, I don't know what the 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 uh, <clears throat> expositions. Thank you. That's that's thank it. you, Doug. All right. So um, waffle cones. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I know a couple of places that that still serve them. I don't really care for waffle cones. No. I would, and I I realize this is contradictory to everything I always say, but um, I would prefer your basic processed sugar cone to Mm -hmm. a newly minted waffle cone any day. They smell Mm -hmm. good. You know, it's like coffee. I like to smell it, but I don't don't drink it. I ran into this fairly recently and think and thought you know, this is something we could explore a little bit, but uh, it didn't make flour. I don't know. Two six zero six three six eight. All right. Would you like to start uh, your own topic? Uh, go ahead and do it. We welcome you here. Two six zero six three six eight is the the number. Costs well, you nothing to I do like it. I like the topic of snacks. Snacks. We want to get back on that again. Well, I mean, I just <clears throat> I I feel like snacks is a fairly inexhaustible topic. Oh yeah, I think you're you're safe in saying that. And I I don't I don't allow myself to eat a lot of snacks because I know they're really bad for me, but. Um, I do cave occasionally, and I do have certain ones. And I was very tempted today yeah, how come? to get the cheese at hot and spicy version. Oh, yeah. Has anyone had the cheese at hot and spicy version? Hot and spicy? Yeah, is, is, yeah. Is, Cheez-Its are a really, Cheez-Its. really, really good snack, I have to say. Because they're really salty, and they're really sharp cheese. It's It's really good. I mean, it's not as good as like a... A homemade cheese straw or something, but it's it's definitely good. Yeah, you know, those are good, uh, yeah. and, and you have to put a little work into them. It's a what uh, cheese straws? Cheese straws. You have to put a lot of work into them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, once you do it, it's 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 there and it's very enjoyable. Uh, it first... turns up more at uh, present uh, of the dinners that would attend to at a uh, uh, oh something like Thanksgiving or. Uh, 1924 yeah. was when the waffle cone was. I'll tell you the yeah, first time all... I ever had a cheese straw, a homemade cheese straw. I remember mm-hmm. it exactly. Yep. My brother was graduating from architecture school at Tulane University. Yeah. And they had that house that they still have, the alumni house. And they had a reception. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been like 11 years old. They had a reception and they had homemade cheese straws. I mm. never tasted anything like that. Mm. They were crispy and cheesy and really, really had a good kick to them. And they were absolutely addictive. And I'll never forget it. Mm. It's like the, one of those food memories. I have about six of them. 
Well, the if first it works time I ever had you, romaine lettuce. The first time I ever had pecan pie. Let's see. Where was that? I'm trying to think of what else hmm. really made an impression on me, but the first time for those things. Anyway, anybody else have any really, really vivid memories of the first time you ever ate blank that became a favorite food of yours? You know, uh, something is on my mind lately, and I think you've already made fun of it, so it's it's okay with me. Uh, but the um, do I make too much fun of Tom? No, not at all. I'm starting to no, feel it, bad it, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm bad to feel enough. Remorseful. Uh, do, I, do I make fun of Tom too much? <laughs> Good. Doug's cheering me on. Always. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Um, uh, this uh, came to pass uh, uh, fairly recently. When I was, um, I'm trying to remember what it was. I, I bought a, a, as I usually do, I usually have a, a loaf of. Uh, oh, you're of, talking about your maple syrup on the your ma- toast. Yeah, the maple syrup. And, uh, but it, it, this started by grilling uh, a. Toasting a piece a of toast, bread. A piece of yes. bread. Or if you have waffles, you could make waffles out of the same idea. And then you put a drizzle of, it's got to be. Uh, the 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 right kind of uh, waffles because uh, you, you need the maple syrup in there. It makes an incredible difference in flavor. And then once you do it, you don't need very much. You can just sprinkle it around, and it's something that for uh, you know you go in a roadside place. And, Thomas, has anyone and get ever it. told you that your favorite food item is sugar? Uh, no, oh, wait, uh, other than you yourself, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I have. <laughs> well, it isn't killing me yet. And uh, so uh, I don't know how yeah. to get around that. But anyway, <clears throat> today at District Donuts, yeah. uh, Tom was talking about how sugary his breakfast was. And I said, well, you know, Tom, there were other non sugar items on the menu there. Speaking of which, that's what I got. I got a. Um, so we go to District Donuts. I'll, I'll do the little report. This is right on now. Magazine Street. Uh, the original is on Magazine. The, oh, okay. Where's the new one? Well, they have five or six of them now. Really? And, yeah, every time I look, I see another District Donuts out there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look up and see what their they're, list is. They're huge is. donuts. They have, they have um, one in Elmwood, and the one that we went to today was on... Uh, on Robert E. Lee, was it? No, Harrison. Harrison. So uh, I got a biscuit and I, I, I got sort of a sandwich. I got a biscuit with bacon that I could have had as a miso praline bacon <laughs> boy talk about complex but wisely <clears throat> chose not to mm-hmm. and uh they have it looks like they have two on magazine okay so that's it they have one they have two on is it two on magazine or just one let me see um they have uh yeah they have two on magazine Oh, I know where that other one is on magazine. It's that little teeny tiny place right across from the old streetcar barn. Oh, uh huh. That is now the Whole Foods. 
That's yeah. the little tiny yeah. one. That was their second location. Their third one was out in Elmwood. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is the one in Lakeview, which is the one Elmwood. we went to today. Gosh, and they that, all look the same. Yeah. It, it better be because... Kind of, uh, sort of. They all look the same within... That's and a, lot a gorgeous, of... gorgeous slab of reclaimed wood as a table. And it was just like the slab with a... Uh, you know, a polish on it, and that was it. It was beautiful for for a big communal table. Anyway, um, I got a biscuit with bacon that was just bacon, not miso praline bacon, and a sunny egg, which was perfectly done. The sunny egg was perfect. A sunny egg. What is that to you? Well, a sunny egg is an egg that is just sits there cooking from the bottom up and you don't flip it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I like sunny eggs. I never thought I would say that, but I do. I like sunny eggs. I like sunny eggs that are cooked enough on the bottom mm-hmm. to have that doily effect around the edges. Do you like it to actually crunch or, you know, cr- yeah, crumble? Little, little, I like a little Crackle. crunch around the edges of my egg, mm-hmm. which means that the yolk has been preserved, but cooked enough that it's cooked, that I could feel good about that. So the sunny egg, I used to say I liked it over easy or over medium, but now I like it sunny. So I had the sunny egg on top of the bacon, which was on top of a biscuit, which was not as fluffy or as flavorful as the ones you and Mary Lee make. Well, we cheat. We go to places that are real good. You make them. You made them every week for, I don't know. Well, we're still 15 alive. 15 years. Yeah. And they were really good. But, and that's a really good recipe that you have, Tom. I don't really find that I like biscuits nearly as well, uh, that they taste nearly as good as the ones you make. They're, they are just terrific, and they only have three ingredients. Yeah, your, yours are good. And if, really if, you're, if you like uh, buttermilk biscuits, uh, all you need is buttermilk, you need uh, some, some butter, and you need some, I say, self-rising flour. There, there's a, 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 bre- a breach there. Some people say that that's not right to do it at all. Uh, but I, I think, think it's that much better. It's it lighter, comes out, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it comes out really, really yeah. light. And so uh, you, you really only have three ingredients there, and you, you uh, pop it in a hot oven, but set 400 degrees, and then take it out, uh, and you will be told by some people that using self-rising uh, flour shows that you don't know what you're doing and that you are, are crazy. I think we cheated once just to do it faster and yeah. never went back because we liked the the texture of it better. Oh gosh, what a difference that makes! And yeah. it's and it costs almost nothing. Yeah. And if you and if you want to make it easy. Uh, Same is true of pancakes. Yeah, I guess. We use self-rising flour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that it's in your, your cookbook, Tom, it is. the buttermilk yeah, biscuits, or is. on the website. Anyway, um, yours are better. Well, thank you. So I thought the biscuits were a little almost tough and didn't have a lot of flavor. The bacon, okay, so Tom gets a gigantic sticky bun and the most beautiful cappuccino, or was it a sp- It's cappuccino. Most beautiful cappuccino with perfectly barista-style 
elements to it. Mm-hmm. Where'd you find that? In a cup that's really kind of cool. It, it's it's a ceramic cup that looks like um, one of those Dixie cups that are plastic that are colored and you squish them. The throwaway kind. And it actually looks like that. It looks like someone crumpled it, but it's really a ceramic cup. It's very cool. I have yeah. to say that. Yeah. And it had the cappuccino in it. So I am wrestling the bacon with my teeth, like we wrestling will, it. We will return okay. and find how to... We'll have a cliffhanger about what happened with the bacon when we how, come back. Yeah, that's exactly what we'll talk about. 260-6368. Stay tuned. More of the food show coming. If you uh, want to talk about any of this stuff, you are more than welcome. Call us, 260-6368. Uh, Marianne is here, story. and you uh, you brought up the subject of bacon, which so I think to... is something we ought to talk about anyway. So, uh, All right, so anyway, fire away. I'm, I'm going back to my bacon story. So this is not <clears throat> to say the bacon was bad. I'm just saying that the bacon was um, resistant. So I was pulling, as in wrestling, this piece of bacon uh, with my teeth. And mm-hmm. I finally won, but the a piece of bacon flew mm-hmm. <laughs> flew into Tom's beautiful cappuccino. Oh, is that what happened? And splashed it on his new suit. I'll be, gee. I so mean, that's our that's our district donut story for today. Four, um, four, yeah, four. This is Tom's new. Uh, so we have the halibut in Halifax. Yeah. And we have what do you four, know about Halifax? What do you know about Halifax? Four, four, four. Oh, Tom, it's not four 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 yet. We have, yeah, to, do, we well, have to go it, through it, this again in four it's, minutes. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's the delay that because uh, oh, anyway, this is radio. Two six zero six three six eight. Help me. Anyway, we were talking about district donuts and sliders. That's our report. Don't get it. Don't get district. But you know why I think it is. Tell me. As I was walking out. There was this stack of coffee bags. Yeah. And? and it was a brand called Cool Kids. Hmm. And I realized that's why I don't get it, because I'm not a cool kid. No, you're not? No. So I think District Donuts and the like are just for the cool kids. Or those people, like in high school, who always really wanted to be one. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Mm-hmm. We were talking about snacks earlier, and caviar, and galatoires, and uh, snacks is what I wanted to come back to. But you wanted to talk about ice cream in this. Last, well, we didn't get on it, so we may as well. minutes of the show. Well, so let's, I'm let's happy move to talk on about to ice cream. Yeah. I love ice cream. Okay, we right. talked a little bit about dabs too. If anyone's been to ta- dabs lately, I th- I feel like the menu at dabs has probably evolved a little since the last time I was there. This is uh, the guy who started. Uh, uh, as at the very beginning, Chef Duke. Chef Duke, and uh, he uh, is Chef Duke re- who knows a few things about cooking. It. Yeah, that's true. He knows a few things about cooking. Mm-hmm. Chef Duke has forgotten more than a lot of people know about that's, cooking. That's the truth. Anyway, he is also 
in a collaboration with the Girolandos folks who have food that can only be described as delicioso. So I expect good things from Dabs. Yeah, we'll see. Looks, uh, I, I, he is, uh, he's got a great sense of what people like. Yes, he does. And he so does. Uh, he's done pretty well with that. But uh, here we go again. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, at least Excuse he's me. close to the bridge this time. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, th- that and always not helps. Not in New Orleans, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's the food show. Uh, we we haven't had enough calls today. Yesterday, we could hardly keep the people away from the phones, and the same was true oh, the day goodness. before that. It was uh, huge. Is that true? <gasps> no, we it really— must be we, me, then. We were—well, I, I would take that. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you have ever Am in I your entire life— repellent? Your what? A call repellent? No, no, I, I certainly don't think that's true. Because Don Clement slipped into my chair yesterday. Thank you very much, Don, by the way. I did not do that earlier in the show. I was huh? very appreciative that he was able to do that. Uh, okay. You uh, you started this segment of the program uh, uh, with a few things about bacon, and I thought that's uh, actually something I've been wanting to talk about. You know, I get an email just about every day from good. someone who wants us to talk about how bacon jam, bacon jam can make your Valentine's Day everything you want it to be. What what is that? <laughs> I mean, start start at the beginning. What that's is that? That's a pretty lofty promise, I have to say. Oh yeah. Well, I'll take it if they can deliver. I don't even, I don't even know actually what bacon jam is. Well, what is it? But I know that whenever I've had it on something, I go, why did I, why did I eat that? Well, it's, why it's, did it's, you It's eat like it? bacon. It's probably like praline bacon with, you know, uh-huh. it's like jam, sweet, yeah. with bacon, smoke, and bacon jam. Hmm. Oh, so that's it. Yeah. Uh, whereabouts is this? I can almost guess. Is it the Marini section? <laughs> no, because that guy, sounds like the kind of thing that would erupt over there. It's a guy called Bacon Jam. He's Bacon the PR Jam. guy for a product yeah. called Bacon Jam. I'm going to look up the email, and I'll actually read it. Yeah, let's because find it's out. It's something about it's something about how Bacon Jam can make your stomach grand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Shooting untouched the, by human Untouched hands. by human hands. That's okay. Untouched by human that hands. That was on the on the wrapper of the uh, Okay, so let's potato see. chips. Dicky potato chips when they were still around. They're gone now. Okay, so I it's coming up. We're going to read the bacon jam. Okay? Mm-hmm. So be romanced. TBJ's Gourmet Bacon Jam. Mm-hmm. And I'm there missing are recipes something for here. bacon this... jam. So I guess I guess that they gave up on the Valentine's Day aspect of all right. Um, bacon jam, sweet and savory, a special touch for any Yeah. They they were they were pitching this as the way to make your um your wonderful uh, Valentine's Day even more wonderful mm-hmm. with bacon jam. Anyway, golly, uh, uh, just the 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 thought alone of bacon uh, on on uh, Saint Valentine's with jam Day and, bacon? and jam. Uh-huh. Uh, d- does any of that in your mind 
attached to the others. <clears throat> Excuse me. I find that uh, that just, well, I've never even tried it, but there's something about about that mix there that just is lost on me. Okay. Tell me what I'm I'm missing from this. I just got a text from Timely. Yeah. Wanting to know if we had any <clears throat> restaurant recommendations for San Antonio. If anyone has that, yeah. Call us quickly so I can send them someplace well, good. This is a generic thing to say, but it is true. If you uh, go looking around San Antonio in Texas, and if you give it even a little push at all from zero, you will find some fantastic uh, Spanish, uh, uh, excuse me, Mexican, let me, not Spanish. Well, it is in a sense, but uh, it, it, the, the cuisine there is really, really great. You will be trying new things that you've never even thought about before. So uh, take advantage of that. Okay. Uh, oh, I, if, I, if, can I add one more thing? Of course. Um, there's a magazine in New York, uh, and, and it's New York. Uh, it's I'm Texas sorry. Monthly. Texas, is what Texas you're talking Monthly. About. Yeah. Yes. And no wonder it wasn't coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This is a terrific magazine, and they have a large section about the restaurants in, in San Antonio and around there. Just pick and almost any store selling anything. Buy it. You'll have one of these, Texas Monthly, and they they will give you a lot of content as well as a lot of information, too. So uh, I've been reading it for something like 30 years now, and uh, even though I hardly ever go to Texas anymore, uh, I find it to be a great source of information. And it's fun to read about uh, all of that, what they do over there. It's a different world. In uh, Texas. It is, absolutely. Anyway, 260 mm. if you have any restaurant recommendations for uh, San Antonio, just yeah, got call a text us and tell us. Timely, yeah. Who wanted to know where to go. So, uh, um, yeah. we went to, and if anyone has any familiarity with it at all, there is a, um, a, a, there's a river walk, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. And then there is. Do you know they moved that whole building from somewhere else in San Antonio? What building? It's a hotel. The one where we stayed that time? Uh, I don't think. uh, Did we go there? Yes, we did. No, I don't think it was uh, uh, then, but they they actually moved it something like six miles, if I imagine. This was a hotel. It was a small hotel. Okay, that's the one where went that we we were in. Oh. Yeah, and I don't remember the name of it, but... um, but there was a there was a Mexican restaurant yeah. just like walking distance, a block or two from there, right near the Riverwalk, but not on it. And it was really good. It was kind of gourmetish, hmm. and um, and I wish I could remember any of it. Yeah, didn't that, you used to write a diary for everything? Like you I do. Write a diary, Tom. Oh yeah, sure. Where are those? Oh golly, uh, they are in. Um, uh, um, I have books. They're the size of. Uh, <laughs> you didn't lose a, all that in Katrina, did you? No, not I, I lost some stuff. Not diaries, though. Huh? Some I I did a little bit, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, your diaries I, have always been, as I recall, in your office. Uh, those uh, handwritten often, diaries. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's written in there. I'm, I'm sure. Well, it's, I I'm I sure still it's have. It's not uh, hundreds of them or anything like that. I have about maybe ten. No, Tom. I think so. You you wrote in your diary. In a handwritten diary every day for... Well, that's true. You had been doing that's it me. for years before I arrived on the scene and then after that, too. There are all those... 
those marble notebooks. The, here is the pen mm -hmm. right here. Yeah. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number if you would like to chat with us about this or anything else. Gosh, we're Please running do. out of time, aren't we? Bacon that... jam, yes. Yeah. So bacon jam, I am yeah, seeing what is that bacon again? jam mm -hmm. on hamburgers. Hmm. And I don't really want my hamburger to be sweet. So I like bacon on hamburgers, but not bacon jam. Sal's on the phone. Sal. Okay. Sal, welcome. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate your calling today. Absolutely. Bacon's one of my favorite things. Everybody Butter. loves it, it seems like. I know I do. When my kids were growing up, uh, when my kids were little, we used to go to Shoney's, you can just imagine. Yeah. And they had all you could eat, everything, with, which included a pile about 50 feet high of bacon. <laughs> and they ate all of it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. When is there going to be a plant-based bacon? That's what I want to know. Here's an idea. <laughs> well, anyway, back to you. What is uh, the purpose of your call, Sal? Yeah. I was just going to call to give a great restaurant report of another location that opened uh, in Mandeville of Felix's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We know about that. Mm -hmm. uh, not, that well, the, not that I don't thank you for calling, but the uh, uh, it's... It's interesting that they should uh, pop up there. I think it's something that they will benefit from, mainly because yeah. the uh, Acme Oyster House on the North Shore is gone. So uh, yeah. now, if you want to, if you need those materials, you're going to have to go to. All right. So Sal, well, you were talking to, about. In addition to the oysters, I tell you what, there were some incredible other items on the menu that yeah. I tasted. We all just kind of tasted each other's mm. food last Friday, um, and everything was just spot on. What was really impressive, though, yeah. and I've only seen this before in really fine dining restaurants, even though we only had one server for our table. When the entrees came out, there were about two, I think, or three other servers, because there were six of us. And within one to two seconds, all of the entrees were in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one had to wait more than two seconds. Everyone just kind of put, all the servers just put that entree right in front of everyone who was being served. And it was just really impressive that a casual restaurant like that would take such a uh, you know, an interest and a consideration for attention to service like that. That was very impressive. And along, along with the great food, it was just fried, so crispy, all the fried stuff. The oysters were cold and delicious and salty. And I, I just can't say enough about it because one, I think I was. Hello? Yeah, I know you, you, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, bang He's on. Gone. I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, there you are. Go ahead. Yeah, there we are. I think I was more impressed because I, I was kind of apprehensive knowing that this was a fourth location and thinking, well, are they going to get Cheney or a little, you know, institutional? But it was every bit as good as the one in the French Quarter and the one in the Lakeshore Drive. Hmm. See, I'm not a fan of the one in Lakeshore Drive at all. So, and um, I can assure you want. of that because that's uh, I, I've seen it my, a, a few times. So I was kind of apprehensive when they came to the North Shore, but I also like it. I think the um, I think the the environment is really really nice. I enjoy the it's it's bright and pretty, and I like that. Um, yep. 
yeah, I like the way they gutted the old Antini's and got rid of those boots. You walked in, you know, as good as the food was at Antini's, and I thought it was pretty good. You walked in, and all of the lines of booths just reminded you, well, it reminded me of the old Bonanzas or the Sizzlers that used to be in operation oh. back in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, what do, they, what do most chefs say? You know, people eat with their eyes first before it ever touches their lips. So mm-hmm. when you look at something and it doesn't look impressive, then chances are it's not going to overwhelm you when it comes to the table. But I thought the food at Antini's was great, but um, I was really impressed with what they did with the ambiance of uh, Felix's. Yeah, very, I like it. Very I think impressed. Yeah. I think and they, uh, they reworked that place very much. It's, it doesn't look like anything that had been there before, that, and that's about no. the fifth or sixth restaurant that's been in that space over the years. Yeah. Sal, so you're obviously a North Shore resident, huh? I am. Um, I am a North Shore resident. Have you been to Kachina Kanjemi? No, I have not. Okay. I was just wondering what you thought. And I only have not because you kind of discouraged it with your review of it. Oh. I, I don't, I'm just kind of apprehensive yeah. until I hear more yeah. good things about uh, it. I, well, I've since there been uh, several times, and it seems to me that it's that it, it was better than the, oh, I remember. Yeah, it was that. horrible at first, but yeah. it's gotten better. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's gotten better. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you, Sal. Can I say one? Sure. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. I was going to say one more thing about just the whole oyster thing. Yeah. You know, when oyster houses like Felix's and Acme open up and they do the oysters, people definitely go there for the raw oysters and the charbroiled. Yep. But when they do everything else well, it really says a lot about the restaurant itself mm-hmm. because, you know, a raw oyster, I mean, what does it say about a restaurant that says, hey, we can do food really well except for that stuff we have to cook and prepare? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think that uh, Felix's really goes above and beyond the rest of the uh, other places that try to do the oyster as their main draw to the uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you very much. And did you have something else? Is he done? You know, you know, we still haven't learned anything about uh, the food in San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Ahead. We will. Should no, we do Allie. it now? Yeah. Allie. Hey, Allie. Allie, you there? I know. I only. I swear this always happens to me, and I love I love hearing Sal, but it's like I, there's nobody calling in. I'm like, great time to call in. Call in, there's already a caller on the line. <laughs> yeah, that's isn't that funny? Oh, well. Okay, dabs. Yes, dabs. Been there three times. Um, have loved everything I've had. Um, bolognese, uh, gumbo, um, salads. I had a fettuccine. Um, I wish it was not as – I wish there were lighter options available, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew but there was a butt coming. I didn't know what it was going to be. Go ahead. Everything has been pretty heavy, and it would be nice to be able to go there and know you could get a couple of lighter fish options um, and whatnot. But I've been very impressed with the food. Yep. Um, I agree, Marianne, it's not the most 
swanky of decor, and I do appreciate ambiance in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. They need to go um, rethink I that. Like, I kind of like the good old boy feel that's going on there. Yeah. The, like, local, like, it's a neighborhood yeah. hangout place. Yeah. And I like that feeling. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, you know, he comes out after he's done cooking, has a beer. You're like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You know, how's it going? I very much like the neighborhood hangout yeah. feel. Yes. Agreed. Went to mm-hmm. G Orlando's when I came back from Atlanta, and, man, they're just killing it. Oh, yeah. Their mm-hmm. stuff is so good. Yeah. I had, I ordered an absurd amount of food because I was still nursing like a five-day hangover from the national championship. You? Um, me, yes. Wow. Ten seconds, um, Allie. Got a wine? Uh, it was great. Y'all have a great evening. Talk All right. Later. See call, call soon hey. next time. Thanks. Bye. Uh, that's the that's end it. of our show for today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.